Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. The Vegas Golden Knights may be Stanley Cup champions, and the Denver Nuggets may be kings of the basketball world. That doesn't mean there aren't dozens of props, odds, promos, and parlays available for you right now at BetOnline Sportsbook. Use our promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, with the link in the description to this episode to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first bet. Whether it's baseball, MMA, boxing, Boxing, WNBA, golf, or anything in between, a 50% welcome bonus is available for you. Bet online where the game starts. Good. Morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night, however and whenever it is you may be listening, thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of the Take It Easy Podcast Live on the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it is, as always, a podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is a fantabulous Wednesday, June 21st, according to my count. It may not be that according to your count, but we still appreciate you stopping in however and whenever you may be listening. We have got a fun show planned for you today. I've been looking for some place somewhere on this show to talk about everything that's going on with the Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs and in between NBA trades and NBA draft shows that are coming up on Thursday and Friday and John Morant suspensions and everything else we've been talking about here over the past few weeks even story like the Cavender talking about the Cavender twins and Jake Paul and all that we did on Friday's episode of the show, which by the way actually did kind of popular. If you guys are interested in a long form piece about Gen Z social media influencers, you can check out the show we did on Friday. In between all of that, we've been looking for a place to talk about everything going on with Stefan Diggs and the Buffalo Bills, and today is the day. And since we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills, we should begin the show as we always do when talking about the Buffalo Bills with one of my favorite parody songs that we have ever created on the Take It Easy podcast. It is two and a half minutes of Buffalo Bills hype set to the Lil Nas X song, Sun Goes Down, which there's so many layered jokes. There's so much good stuff. I love this parody song so much. And maybe that's part of why I wanted to talk about the Stefan Diggs story so much. Part of it is the interesting aspects of his holdout that wasn't a holdout and issues with the Bills offense and all sorts of stuff around Diggs, but also one of the more interesting parts about it is just that I get to play the Lil Nas X parody song that we made in October of last year before the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City game because it's really, really good. I'm really, really proud of it, and I just love listening to it every time because it's such a good parody song, and the song is really good as well. So many layered jokes and so many laughs that I hope you guys enjoy as well. 
You throw a fourth TD on a dime. You ain't got no fear of any Colts or Dolphins. Josh Allen gets Bills the wins. You want to play the Chiefs and to beat Andy Reid and his schemes, avenging your past mistakes and take the Bills to the big game. Three years, I thought you was phony. Got digs, then you flipped it on me. I was thinking you were Carson Wentz. You made your mark, became an MVP. Deep throws, always looking daunting. Tossed up to Davis and McKenzie. It's hard for teams to deny it. When Allen beats double safety, you keep losing to Mahomes. Sitting on the bench, 13 to go. Overtime coin flips turned up wrong. Makes your season seem so marginal. And this year you'll find a way. Gonna get past Kansas City. Allen and the Bills are gonna be Super Bowl champs 2023. Oh, I wanna run the ball, don't wanna slide, I just wanna dive. Send me the call, and I'll throw the ball. I wanna run the ball, don't wanna slide, I'm just gonna dive. Send me the call, and I'll throw the ball, you throw. A fourth TD On a dime you ain't got no fear of any Colts or Dolphins Josh Allen gets Bills the wins You want to play the Chiefs And to beat Andy Reid and his schemes Avenging your past mistakes And take the Bills to the big game Going into football, we're going to talk a little bit about the Buffalo Bills because there's an interesting situation developing with Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. He had held out of the first day of camp and then he returned to Bills camp and there were people speculating that because his guaranteed money was up, there was a chance that Stephon Diggs wouldn't be back until he got an extension, but then he did come back. Then Sean McDermott said there are a lot of things out there that aren't accurate. He was here on Monday for his physical, came to meetings, and then just wasn't out there on practice because he had a an excused permission. He had a excused absence from training camp, and then they just canceled a day of mini camp because of the air quality and. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on with Buffalo. And I just wanted to rehash something that we talked about at the end of last season, which was the last two seasons, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs made a combined $23 million against the cap last year. And the year before that, about $19 million combined against the salary cap for the Buffalo Bills. And again, this is Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. We have done, we've pulled the numbers multiple times of the fact that Stephon Diggs has been one of the three best receivers in the NFL over the past four seasons. Going back to his last two seasons in 
Uh, no, wait. This is Stephon Diggs' third year in Buffalo? Yeah, third year in Buffalo. So his last year in Minnesota and his three seasons already in Buffalo. Stephon Diggs has been one of the three best receivers in the NFL, indisputably. It is Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. You can put Tyreek Hill in that same group as well. Those have been the four best receivers in the NFL without question. And Stephon Diggs has been an incredible, incredible receiver. His catches have been up compared to some of those other receivers. He's just an absolutely incredible wide receiver. And him and Josh Allen, I mean, Josh Allen finished second for the MVP three years ago, uh, now three years ago is the 2020 season, finished second for the MVP, has been regarded as a tier two quarterback for about the last two years put up an incredible I mean again the playoff performance in 2021 is what his season will be remembered for which was beating Patrick Mahomes in a duel one-on-one and then with 13 seconds left to play never getting to see the field again while Kansas City scored nine points in 13 seconds of regulation and overtime and they made a combined 19 million dollars against the salary cap during that incredible season where they were 13 seconds away from going to the Super Bowl and potentially winning the Super Bowl. And this year, they are going to make $50 million against the cap. It was $19 million between the two in 2021, $23 million against the cap in 2022. This year, it's going to be $50 million between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. And Buffalo gave Stephon Diggs a lot of guaranteed money up front so that the cap hit won't extend further beyond this year to be as difficult and they can sign him to an extension and lower that cap figure. But this is where reality sets in for Buffalo of why you need shrewd drafting and why you need those third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round guys to pan out so that you don't have to, for example, give $120 million to Von Miller. And we talked about this before. Since Josh Allen's draft class, the Buffalo Bills have not produced a pro bowler. And uh, Josh Allen's draft class was 2018. So every member of Josh Allen's draft class has now signed a long-term extension. They gave Ed Oliver a long-term extension this offseason. They signed Leonard Floyd on that one-year prove-it contract as like a, a mercenary who bounces around to different teams because they believe that putting... Leonard Floyd alongside Ed Oliver, who they gave a long-term extension to, and alongside a healthy Von Miller and Tremaine uh, Edmonds, and uh, that secondary is going to revitalize Leonard Floyd in a way that is reminiscent of when he played alongside Aaron Donald and earned $64 million, about 40-something million of which were guaranteed by the Los Angeles Rams, when in reality it wasn't the player who made the situation, it was playing alongside Aaron Donald that uh, led to the giant contract that Leonard Floyd signed with the Los Angeles Rams that the Los Angeles Rams immediately wanted to get out of as soon as he signed the $64 million extension. Which, by the way, if I'm looking at the numbers here, $32.5 million was guaranteed. That contract was supposed to run through 2024. They made it two years of the deal before he got uh, released by the Rams in March. And then once Buffalo wasn't going to have to give up a future draft pick, they signed him to a one-year contract. And 
Buffalo is playing that game of we're going to give $7 million here. We're going to sign Von Miller to a long-term extension. We're going to go sign offensive lineman Connor McGovern from the Dallas Cowboys. That's the game that the Buffalo Bills are playing because they have been unable to draft a pro bowler in the last five drafts. And I know I'm counting the 2023 draft, which is a little bit unfair because those players haven't played yet for Buffalo. And who knows, maybe uh, Dalton Kincaid will turn into a stud for the Buffalo Bills. I think they picked Dalton Kincaid, right? I'm not tripping on that one. That was the pick. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid was the pick that they made. Um Maybe Dalton Kincaid turns into an immediate pro bowler above Docks and Knox. Who knows what that ends up looking like for Buffalo. But counting the 20... It's been five seasons since they drafted a pro bowler. And now it hadn't been a problem before. In fact, so much so that we pulled up all the nerd stats last season around the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills last year had the best roster in the NFL by a good amount. And them getting bounced in the second round was without question the biggest disappointment of any team in the NFL last season. Them being the third place team in the NFC or in the AFC for the last two seasons has been a disappointment because last year they had the best roster in the NFL and the year before that they had either number one or number two because them and Kansas City were right there next to each other. And maybe you could call it number three because the Bengals actually ended up going to the Super Bowl. But Buffalo on paper was better than Cincinnati in 2021. So Buffalo has had either the second best roster or the best roster in the NFL over the last two seasons. And they have finished third place in the AFC in both seasons. Which both could be chalked up as disappointments for Buffalo. The problem for them is that their margin for error gets smaller now. And it doesn't mean that they won't win a Super Bowl or make it to a Super Bowl over the next couple years. It just means their best chance to get to a Super Bowl has passed them by. And we're seeing it with the conversation around Stephon Diggs and his contract extension. As Diggs enters his age 29 season and... If you're looking at historical precedent, age 29 is where the drop-off starts for receivers. Antonio Brown, it was 29. Odell Beckham, it was 29. These guys, Julio Jones, it was 29 years old. Twenty-nine years. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, it was about 28, 29 years old. This is where the drop-off starts to kick in, 29 years old, and there's talk about a contract extension and Diggs cashing in while the, the iron is hot and Josh Allen going to bat for his guy. And again, it's not going to lead to anything dramatic. Stephon Diggs is going to be playing for the Buffalo Bills. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts around that one. He is too valuable to that team. And by the way, it's a good idea for them to pay $50 million on the salary cap for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. That's actually a really, really good idea. And paying his guaranteed money up front is a really, really good idea because it means that his cap hit goes from being 29 million this year to being 14.8 million, basically 15 million, because they paid him 15 million dollars up front instead of contributing it against the cap hit. And then his cap hit is going to jump to 27 million in 2024, but again, if they convert a lot of that to base salary and just pay him the money up front, they won't have a problem because this last year they they uh converted 
seven, $6.7 million of his salary into a signing bonus and just paid it to him up front in March. He was originally scheduled to make $9 million in March, and he ended up making about $15 million in March. And they saved about $5 million against the salary cap, and they can do the exact same thing next year if they're willing to continue to pay that money up front to Stephon Diggs. And Diggs is under contract until 2027, but they'll probably come to the negotiating table after 2024 because Diggs will be playing with only $22 million in guarantees after the 2024 season. Nothing's going to change in the short term for Buffalo, but it's a situation to monitor because they're a team that has kind of proven they need the star players to be on cheap contracts because as the finances of roster construction change, the Buffalo Bills will have to adapt And as they make that adaptation, it's going to be interesting to see because they haven't proven that they can pivot and make good moves. Kansas City has proven they can pivot and still be excellent. And again, having Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL and the greatest offensive head coach in the history of the NFL at the center of that makes it a whole lot easier. I understand that. But Kansas City moved on from foundational pieces of their team. Tariq Hill, Taryn Matthew, Daniel Sorensen, Charvarius Ward. Replaced most of them with rookies and one-year contracts. And ended up winning the Super Bowl the next year. They've proven time and time again they can retool and reconstruct their roster. And Buffalo hasn't been able to do that yet. Hence the fact they haven't drafted a Pro Bowler in five years. Hence the fact that... They had to give Von Miller $120 million because they didn't really have an in-house option at the linebacker position. And the Von Miller contract has hamstrung their ability to go out and sign free agents this offseason. Hence why Leonard Floyd was their big offseason acquisition on a one-year deal along with their draft pick of Dalton Kincaid. They've made that choice and they've been specific about how they are going to make that decision. They've been very specific about who they give money to and what contracts they give out. And now that Josh Allen's contract has has kicked in, now that Stephon Diggs is making $14 million against the salary cap plus a whole bunch of money converted to base salary, it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate this game going into the next couple seasons. And you're already starting to hear conversations about it in the middle of the dull period during the NFL calendar about what are they going to do about Stephon Diggs? What are they going to do about the finances? How are they going to pivot? And you're already starting to see some of those conversations because I will reiterate, Buffalo can still win a championship. Their best chance just passed them by the last two seasons. And in 2021, They gave it everything they had. They were winning with 13 seconds left in that football game against Kansas City. That season, they gave it everything they had, and they were this close to beating Kansas City. Last year, they just got beat by a Cincinnati Bengals team that was less talented than them on their home field, and Josh Allen played like shit in the playoffs. And we've been reiterating for two seasons. Regular season does not matter for the Buffalo Bills. They've the, Their entire purpose of the regular season is to get healthy enough to make it to the playoffs and give themselves the best chance to win a playoff game against Kansas City and or Cincinnati, which, by the way, is something that they somehow still have not done. 
Buffalo has not beaten Kansas City or Cincinnati in a playoff game. I think that pretty firmly knocks them as the third best team in the AFC, despite the fact that each of the previous two seasons they have had in two years ago, the second best roster in the NFL behind Kansas City, and last year, the best roster in the NFL ahead of Kansas City. They had a much more talent, not much more, but they had a more talented roster than Kansas City last season. And both seasons ended in finishing third place in the AFC. And this year, they've got the, for all intents and purposes, third most talented roster in the AFC with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs making double what they were making the previous two seasons. So I would expect Buffalo finishes third or fourth in the AFC this year. And the conversation around what to do about digs and how to construct the roster starts to become a little bit more prevalent as the year goes along. It's probably going to be a talking point for Buffalo is where they go next instead of where they look in the present. Also, This Stephon Diggs situation is a perfect example of why the NFL salary cap sucks. The NFL salary cap sucks. Salary caps in general suck. It's a means of suppressing wages for the labor of the sport. It's collectively bargained based on a place of weakness. It's put in place so that billionaire owners will be more protected will be more careful with their spending so that way they don't make mistakes that put their fr- that mess up their profit margins it it's so terrible it's so awful and if there was no salary cap in the NFL Buffalo would have no problem paying Stefan Diggs 250 million dollars like that contract that uh Lamar Jackson was about to sign with the Baltimore Ravens that was, what, five years, $180 million fully guaranteed? Yeah, no, Stephon Diggs would have gotten that for sure. No salary cap in the NFL, he would have gotten that. He would have gotten more than that. Lamar Jackson would have gotten more than that because their wages are being suppressed under the guise of salary cap competition. The Buffalo Bills would be happy to pay Stephon Diggs $50 million a year. Last season, Stephon Diggs was probably more valuable than Josh Allen was to the Buffalo Bills. Like, that's crazy to think about. But Stephon Diggs, because they had no other options in the wide receiver room or really the tight end room. I know that they went out and drafted Dalton Kincaid this year. But, like, yeah, the Buffalo Bills would have loved, would have loved to have given Stephon Diggs as much money as Josh Allen. And, by the way, they were kind of making about the same because Josh Allen was still on the fifth-year option last year. They would have loved to have paid Stephon Diggs more than Josh Allen because that's a lot of why this whole thing was able to work was Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, the 1A, 1B as part of that offense. A lot of why this whole thing worked out the way that it has is because of Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen being together in that offense and him being a number one who not only puts up the level of production of a Devontae Adams but does it on way more catches than a Devontae Adams. And that is the success of the Buffalo Bills magnified. Having Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs both being able to make about the same amount of money has been the key to what has made that offense go. Because we've talked about it before. I'm amazed that that Buffalo offense has just never had a good running back. In four seasons, never had a good running back. And then we got to the playoffs in 2021, and I finally understood a little bit better. Oh, The reason that that's able to exist is because Josh Allen's the number one running back. 
Josh Allen is somehow their number one quarterback and number one running back, and somehow Devonte, uh, somehow J- Stephon Diggs is still just as valuable. Like, think how crazy that is. Josh Allen is their number one quarterback and their number one running back, and the whole thing is able to work because of Stephon Diggs being the number one receiver. And Stephon Diggs might be as valuable as that dude who's the quarterback and running back option for the Buffalo Bills. It's incredible how that's been able to play out. And so this is just a classic case of Buffalo would be willing to pay any price to satisfy Stephon Diggs. I know part of the issue is Stephon Diggs is unhappy with the Buffalo offense and understandable concerns. Losing Brian Dayball and going to Ken Dorsey was not a smooth transition for Buffalo. They had all this talent on defense, one of the most talented rosters in the entire league, and they couldn't quite piece it together for an offense that finished better than fourth in the NFL. Granted, at the start of the season, they had a top-two offense in the league, but by the end of the season, they had about the fourth-ranked offense in the NFL behind the Bengals and Kansas City and the Philadelphia Eagles, three of the four teams that were better than them last year and then by the way the last eight games of the season Brock Purdy and the 49ers had one of the best offenses in the NFL which was just ridiculous but San Francisco Philly Cincy KC the four teams that were better than Buffalo had better offenses than Buffalo even though Buffalo had all these guys on defense there was a lot of injuries even though the whole purpose of the regular season for Buffalo was to stay healthy didn't end up working out that way for the Bills and so this would be a classic case of why you want the salary cap to work out that way. And if it's beyond that with Stefan Diggs, yeah, I could understand the frustration of going from Dayball to Dorsey and trying to fit that offense together. And there's a reason Ken Dorsey wasn't like immediately on the list of guys interviewing for head coaching jobs this last year. Granted, the, the movement to defense was something that was a little bit more desired and scoring as a whole was down across the league because everyone was just running less plays. And maybe that's part of the frustration for Diggs is that the offense as a whole was running less plays and so you saw less offense and less plays as a whole led to the Bills offense stagnating a little bit. And then you got to the playoffs and it was just nothing was working their way in that Cincinnati game and they went down 14 nothing early and Josh Allen had a bad game and maybe that's kind of like the the magnum opus of those frustrations and what the Bills offense was compared to what it was under Dayball like I could understand the frustrations there with Stephon Diggs beyond the money aspect but there ain't no amount of money the Buffalo Bills wouldn't be willing to pay Stephon Diggs at this stage of the game Maybe maybe Diggs played his hand a little bit in the guaranteed contract that he signed a couple years ago when he got to Buffalo. But besides the point, like this is the the Julio Jones looking for more money with three years left on his deal with the Falcons situation. Falcons would have been more than happy to do that, and they just gave they gave Julio more money out of the goodness of their heart and their salary cap ramifications. Stephon Diggs and the Bills. If there's something going on there, there's no amount of money the Bills wouldn't be willing to pay. But the salary cap system is stupid. The salary cap system breaks up incredibly fun and entertaining offenses like what the Buffalo Bills have had over the last few years. It's so silly. It's so ridiculous. And I wish that the salary cap system would go away for reasons exactly like this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping in here to the Take It Easy 
podcast. We have episodes every single day, Monday through Friday, as well as Wired Up on Sunday. We've got an NBA draft show coming at you on Friday. If there's any other big breaking news in the time since you've heard this podcast, you can tune in for that as well. All sorts of fun content coming at you this week. If you want to go back and listen to our thoughts on the Bradley Beal trade, you can go back and check that out. If you want to hear thoughts on the John Morant trade, you can go back and check that out. All or Not John Morant trade, the John Morant suspension. We talk about Zion Williamson. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, Zion Williamson has been traded. There could be all sorts of interesting stuff that goes on around the NBA draft. And we will have our draft postgame show coming up on Friday's episode of the podcast. Thank you all for stopping into the show. We appreciate your continued support. And as always, take it easy. Let's wrap up today's show with our wonderful Buffalo Bills parody song set to Sun Goes Down by Lil Nas X. You throw a fourth TD on a dime. You ain't got no fear of any Colts or Dolphins. Josh Allen gets Bills the wins. You want to play the Chiefs and to beat Andy Reid and his schemes, avenging your past mistakes and take the Bills to the big game. Three years, I thought you was phony. Got digs, then you flipped it on me. I was thinking you were Carson Wentz. You made your mark, became an MVP. Deep throws, always looking daunting. Tossed up to Davis and McKenzie. It's hard for teams to deny it. When Allen beats double safeties, you keep losing to Mahomes. Sitting on the bench, 13 to go. Overtime coin flips turned up wrong. Makes your season seem so marginal. And this year you'll find a way. Gonna get past Kansas City. Allen and the Bills are gonna be Super Bowl champs 2023. Oh, I wanna run the ball. Don't wanna slide. I just wanna dive. Send me the call. And I'll throw the ball. I wanna run the ball. Don't wanna slide. I'm just gonna dive. Send me the call, and I'll throw the ball. You throw a fourth TD on a dime. You ain't got no fear of any Colts or Dolphins. Josh Allen gets Bills the wins. You want to play the Chiefs and to beat Andy Reid and his schemes, avenging your past mistakes and take the Bills to the big game. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.